You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I vomited last night. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. I literally vomited. I threw up. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Miles Farmer. Um, Miles was suspended to end the summer by us uh, just for... Um, simple things, nothing, nothing major. Just you know, sort, sort of some of our standards, and was, was not a member of the 120. So we'll, we'll wait and see how that all plays out. So there's Matt Rule on Nebraska fifth-year safety Miles Farmer, as he is not a member of the 120-man uh, roster, as he was suspended in the summer by Nebraska for. For little things, according to Matt Rule, the standard, such as, you know, if you will, um, which is something that, I mean, Bach and I talked about last hour, is something that you can take pride in if you're a Husker fan because that proves and shows, illustrates that there is a standard being set and that they're being held accountable to that standard. You, you remember, obviously, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of Grant's name? Anthony. Anthony Grant. I kept wanting to say AJ, and I knew that was incorrect. <laughs> Anthony Grant's uh, suspension back in spring ball. He was at, held out of spring ball for a while because of not holding him. You know, basically they were holding the standard against him. And and now another example here with a guy that had 73 tackles in 2022 uh, being suspended and, and his future unknown uh, because of the standard. Fascinating spot with Miles Farmer, who moved from safety, was still working at safety, but yeah. was in competition for the rover yeah. position. So it's not like he had a job guarantee. Not like he was walking in the door as a starting safety. So I would have thought Miles Farmer would have walked into spring ball and summer camp with a big chip on his shoulder, um, especially with a job to win, right? Yeah. Like he, he's been that young guy for a couple of years, you know, fighting uphill to get on the field. When you look at the guys though, that they are, you know, holding accountable for the standards. I like that. It's sending a message, right? Miles farmer, a guy that was going to play in some role this year, Anthony Grant, who's still, I think the likely starter at running back, mm-hmm. having a standard and setting it down year one is good, especially if it's just little stuff like be on time, right? That was a big thing that, that came up, you know, yeah. meetings don't start at eight Oh four. They start at eight o'clock. I've never been, you know, a collegiate student athlete, I don't know what the schedule is like, but if 100 other guys can get to the meeting on time, why can't you even though you were a starter, right? It's a little yeah. thing like that that the the consistency in how you meet with players I think goes a long way through the rest of the team. Having, having a standard of conduct and behavior is good, especially when it comes to, you know, is your locker tidy? That's a little yeah. thing. You know, maybe it doesn't mean anything, but maybe it does. Being on time for, on, for meetings what else do you have to do? <laughs> well, well, and that kind of works into this conversation here. Um, Matt rule was asked about the dorms, right? Cause we mm-hmm. know, we know that they're staying in Selick and which is, I mean, maybe 200, 250 yards away from East stadium. Mm-hmm. It's walking distance. That's, that's the, that's the main point. I want to, I want to tie this all into basically your point right there of, of what else do you have to do? Um, at this point, right, there's classes are not occurring. Classes are not going on. I would, I think it is important. Miles Farmer received his degree. He has mm-hmm. a degree, got a bachelor of journal, journalism. J school. In, in, yep. Shout out to the J school in, in May of 2023. So the guys graduated with the bachelors. Um, so take, you know, 
use that for what you will. Um, he's he's a nice like he is a good dude. Like I, I I've gotten along with him multiple mm-hmm. years and through multiple conversations with Miles Farmer. Now, thoughts on the dorm? Here's here's Matt Rule on just kind of the overarching reason. Uh, once again, kind of explaining why, and then we'll play another one of how many people are staying there, and it's all going to kind of come full circle onto what Austin Austin's point was just a few moments ago. Oh, I don't have a room. No one wants a room with me. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. First of all, I'll say this. Like, the dorms are really nice, okay? Like, I was kind of hoping for, like, a little bit more of, like, a cot. No, When they had air conditioning, I was like, this doesn't count. But uh, So credit to uh, University Housing. It's really a pretty place. And um, I'll just say I, I really appreciate, and I really mean this, our, our housing people, because they have gone, they've bent over backwards to help us. And um, um, I love it. Now, I'll say I'm cheating, okay? I have married housing over there, or like the RA's room. So I have a little bit nicer room than some of the ones I saw on social media yesterday, so I feel a little bit bad, but not that bad. Um, but, yeah, it was really nice. It, I, it was so much fun this morning to kind of wake up and just walk over there and walk through East Stadium and come right to work, man. It was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so there's there's that. I guess when you're getting paid nine million dollars on average a year, you get to have be in an RA's room for a couple of week weeks. And, and there was more just details on on the dorms and who's staying where and and all that. Here's Matt Rule. Well, so even some guys that are like some, some guys are not in the 120, like Buford and Meshachek and those guys, but they're here rehabbing. So we probably have like 125 players, maybe 124 players. Our entire strength staff, so whatever that is, eight because it's including the interns, and then all the coaches except um, I told our two coaches over 60 they did not have to stay. Ron Brown and Coach McGarry. I don't. Even, they might be staying in there. I don't know, but I told them they didn't have to. And then uh, a couple trainers and an ops person. So we probably have probably have 160 people in that dorm. Okay, so here's to go off of Austin's point just a few moments ago again. One thing that the the dorms do, and I, I hate to like make the dorms such a big deal, but it's just something different, right? Um, it takes away any potential for excuses, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's no, there's no. Hey, sorry, coach, traffic was backed up. <laughs> hey, sorry, coach, I, I you know, my roommate didn't over. wake me up. Yeah, yeah, my alarm, my power went out. Right, because if in a dorm, if your power goes out, everybody's power goes out. So, or at least multiple guys' power mm-hmm. goes out. Yeah. And so there's no excuse to not be there on time, which is early, right? There's no excuse not to mentally be prepared, to not be in a football mindset. There's there's no excuse because you are around all of your other guys that are doing the exact same thing as you. And and coaches as well. There's a level of accountability that's just automatically laid out with uh, and this is nonverbal accountability, mm-hmm. basically, because guess what? If you're doing something you're not supposed to do, there are going to be, as he just said, 125 players, other players that are seeing it on top of that coaches, on top of that interns, on top of that assistance. That's where, you know, to, to your point about the, the type of dude Miles Farmer is, good guy, um, with that, that just built-in accountability in the dorms, it makes me wonder if this is either the first time in a long time Miles Farmer, you know, just, I'm just not that he's the only one, right? It's just the yeah. example that's coming up right now. If, you know, guys on the team aren't used to that level of accountability, so they're getting back used to it, yeah, right? So that they hadn't had a standard like that before. It's not, you know, behavioral. It's just they've been able to get away uh, with doing less for so long that when the standard is raised up to that baseline, 
they just have to readjust to it, which you wouldn't think would take a long time, but maybe it takes some guys longer than others. Um, and you just hope that it's he's still taking football seriously. He just has to relearn standards, right? Because he seems like a dedicated guy. He's put in the time. He's worked his way at the depth chart. He's made plays on the field. Yeah. He has. Yeah. It looks like it matters to him. I don't want to call that into question, but this is where, okay, prove it, right? Just show up to meetings on time. It's a little exactly. thing that goes a long way. Well, and, it, and the way that Matt Rules made it sound I don't know if I agree. There's a lot of people on the text line saying, texting things, Miles Farmer isn't good. Miles Farmer was not good enough to play. I don't, I don't agree with that. He was second on your team in tackles last year. And, and once again, this is not necessarily just an on-the-field type of discussion. If you want to talk about on the field, it's a guy that had 73 tackles in 2022, five pass deflections, and once again was second on the team but uh, in tackles. And as Austin just said, built his way up. He played in one fewer game last year and had 43 tackles, 43 more tackles in 2022 than he did in 2021. He's he's significantly grown these last few years into a capable starting player on a Division One football team. And when we talk, I think this is Austin said it perfectly, and this is exactly where I wanted to go with it. So I'm glad that you went here because unfortunately. Um, you look at the last five years, all for that Miles Farmer's been here, mm-hmm. and you went sixteen and thirty-one, right? The, the the level of accountability we know we can't we don't even have to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, maybe it wasn't there. You don't have to do that. We, we can know, tell it wasn't. We know darn well it wasn't there. There was no accountability. There was zero standard. You can talk. You can have a verbal standard, but now here's the nonverbal standard being shown mm-hmm. with Matt Rule. Is it going to provide you know seven more wins for Nebraska? Who knows? But at least you're starting to see something. And and as we started out the show, Anthony Grant and Miles Farmer are two are two. Ex- Anthony Grant, kudos to him because he. You'll remember Matt Rule said the same exact things. Hey, mm-hmm. AG's just got some little things he's got to tighten up. The ball's in his court. He's gonna. We're, we're hoping that he can figure it out. Mm-hmm. He ends up figuring it out. He's back with the team a week later. We're all good to go. Same thing today. Matt Rule said the ball is in Miles' court. I respect the crap out of him as a man. I hope he's part of us going forward. This is not Matt Rule's decision whether or not Miles Farmer wants to be a part of this team. Miles Farmer, and whoever for that matter, has to want and put the time, effort, dedication, work ethic into being a part of this team. That to me is key. Give them ownership of their careers, right? Because... Think about Matt Rule coming from the NFL. He's not holding guys' hands, right? We talk about him as this developmental coach that finds under-the-radar guys. That's true. He goes and finds them. But it's up to those guys, once they get to campus, to put in the work, reward that faith, right? Matt Rule didn't choose the majority, the vast majority of this team. Mm -hmm. But he's their coach now. They're his players now. So I think what he's doing and putting the ball in their court, like you're saying, is preparing them like, hey— we see talent in you, right? Anthony Grant, we think you can play a role at the next level. Miles Farmer, you have the build to be able to do it. Let's tighten up your skills. Let's see if we can get you ready because you have the physical abilities to make a difference for this football team and maybe for a career. But you have to want it. You have to work with us. Help us help you sort of thing. And to that point, neither one of those guys you know, performed at an all-Big Ten level last year. We get that, right? Very few, if any, exactly. players at Nebraska exactly. did. Exactly. But who do you trust more, Anthony Grant or Gabe Irvin coming off a knee injury? 
Anthony Grant or Ramir Johnson, who was just buried last year? You know, who do you trust more, Miles Farmer or Deshaun Singleton, who I still think has a good future, but didn't do a lot last year as a JUCO transfer? Do you trust Miles Farmer, who's been on the field, or an Omar Brown moving back to safety sort of thing, right? This team is young enough as it is. What, 10 guys listed as seniors on the entire roster? Miles Farmer is one of them. I get it. Miles Farmer isn't or hasn't played like, you know, a superstar college football player yet. He raises the floor, right? He's a good enough player that you want him on the field, especially if it's for such a simple reason as show up to meetings on time. Mm. I, I just also think, I mean, one one quick thing before before we go to break here and round out the round out Monday's show. Um, let's think about this also. At least this is a, a subject you you deal with this on July thirty first, so that you don't have to deal with it. So that you don't have to deal with it on September fifteenth. Right. You you deal with this. You don't let it, things slide in April, May, June, July. So that way there is no excuse, and there's no way that you can that anybody thinks, oh, maybe I can get away with this in the middle of the year. It's practice how you play, but off the field. Yeah, bingo. You're absolutely right. So um, I, I just think, you know, you can not that we're trying to spin it, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, think of it that way, that there there's suspensions and there's guys being held out and there's guys being sent home for being overweight. All of those things are under this like stand umbrella standard of we expect to be, I don't know, Matt Rule always used the word elite. So we expect that both on and off the field. And if you're lacking in any situ in any, any category, then we're going to call you out on it. We're going to hold you accountable mm-hmm. on it. And, and as Bach alluded to last hour, um, even when, when, when Matt Rule was talking to us last week at Big Ten Media Days, DP and the guys – in Indianapolis, it was the whole, you know, listen, I got to learn that every single time that I make a suspension that I announce Miles Farmer's on suspension, I announce Anthony Grant's not with the team, right? It gets blown out of proportion and it does, it does. Mm -hmm. But we can, if you, if you truly get down to the nitty gritty part of it, you can see, all right, maybe he's dealing with this, and, and maybe holding them even t- more to a strict standard because he's got to change them so much, mm-hmm. right? Because it's such a culture shock uh, for for some of those guys that are, that are within the program. Garbologist says, thank you for not nerding out on baseball today. Oh, don't worry. That's trade deadline's come- tomorrow. Yeah, trade deadline's <laughs> tomorrow. And if, if the Cubs decide to sell Garbologist, you will know it. Or I can give you a Royals rant. I mean, yeah, there's going to be Royals, man. It's going to be Austin and I for a good chunk of the week here on the happy hour. So um, as Rico's on vacation, it's we're, you, you know we're getting close to football season because all of our guys are taking vacations, getting some time off before the football season happens. Um, and then it's like football, basketball, baseball, bang, bang, bong. So um, you, you know we're getting close to football season as, as the first day of fall camp. Uh, has already arrived. So once again, you're listening to Happy Hour, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line. Uh, somebody said on the text line earlier, curious to know what you guys think about the tight end coach's resignation. Do we have a replacement? Will it hurt recruiting in Texas? That's another part of it that we did not mention, is that Bob Wager did bring 
and, and some of Bob Wager's players are currently on the roster. One of those being Ishmael Smith Flores, who's kind of a hybrid wide receiver tight end type of, type of guy. Um, but in, in response to that, we did talk about it in the first segment. If you missed any of it, you can go back on the podcast page at theticketfm.com. You can go on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, and, and just kind of rewind to that first segment. Uh, the replacement, though, for right now is Josh Martin, who was a special teams analyst, has coached tight ends at uh, SMU most recently and Arizona State. Yes, Arizona, Arizona State, State then SMU. Yes, mm-hmm. Arizona State then SMU. Uh, so a, a guy that's been experienced in the tight end room uh, and, and also helps out special teams as he's able to be on there uh, coaching now on the field because as Husker fans know, you can't have an analyst on the field coaching guys um, and Nebraska fans know that because that's what they got in a little bit of trouble with uh, just a few years ago. So there's the update. Uh, good show so far here on the first day of fall camp. We're running a little bit behind, so we'll quickly get to break. We'll close out Monday's show coming up next on The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of The Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.